Episode 2 of the Escape from Society podcast. Now, in the first episode, I told you a little bit about song poems, what they are, what they're all about. But I didn't tell you about how I discovered song poems. So I'm going to tell that story. It starts with my friend Amy Weiss. Uh, Amy's a violinist. We had a band together in college called information night which you are hearing in the background right now if you know my other band starring right now you know two of the other members of information night so we're all still a big happy family, still making music together. And Amy's parents, or her mom at least, grew up in western Massachusetts, and Amy's mother's high school sweetheart is Penn Gillette, the now famous magician talking half of the Penn & Teller magic entertainment act. Penn has kept in touch with Amy's mom over the years, and in some kind of correspondence they had, he said, oh, well, you know, if Amy ever wants to come out to Las Vegas and hang out at the house and use my recording studio for one of her bands, she should feel free to come on out. So we took him up on that offer in, I think, 2008 or 2007. And uh, the four of us, which would be me, Amy, Tom Blankhart, and Jeremiah Zimmerman, flew out to Vegas and spent four or five days staying at Penn's house with his family and working at his home recording studio, which he calls Vintage Nudes Studio, and it's built into the house. The house is out in the middle of the desert. The house is called The Slammer. And the studio is sort of a home theater slash recording studio that he can use to do voiceover work and things of that nature and hang out. It's a great place. He was extremely generous and we hung out uh, late into the night on several nights and and talked and we talked about music of course among other things and at one point he asked us if we were familiar with song poems if that's something we were hip to and we stared at him blankly so he ran over to the computer and started playing some some stuff and telling us about the history of song poems and how his friend Tom Artolino, who I knew as the drummer from NRBQ, was, an, was archiving these song poems and making CD compilations and how Penn has the entire library on his iTunes. And so he was started DJing some of his favorites. And there are two in particular that I can remember still that he played for us that evening. One is called I Like Yellow Things. and that is a total classic. I'll be sure to DJ it on an episode of this podcast later. But the one I'm going to play for you now affected me greatly. It's so bizarre. The lyricist to this song poem uh, is a guy named 
I think Thomas Gygax. And Gygax lived in some kind of mental institution because he was not completely sane. But something that he did with his time was write song poems and send them in. And there are a handful, I don't know, maybe six to ten Gygax songs extant on these recordings. And they are the most purely weird songs that I can think of. His lyrics make zero-ish sense. Uh, You can parse some little tidbits of phrases of things that might have some meaning and refer to something somewhere, but certainly do not refer to anything that makes any sense in the context of the song as a whole. And the way they're sung by these singers who are just reading it off the page and doing a nice disco or a nice little country song are incredible. So I remember absolutely cracking up when I heard this song for the first time. It's called At The Time, and the lyrics that stick in my mind and stuck in my mind for years after I heard this song and until I was able to find an MP3 of it uh, go although by the also to have differed with yearly and all known dearly that's the first line of the song I, w- I will play it now this is Gygax's at the time unfortunately I didn't get anything this absurd sent to me from any of my Craigslist authors but E.E. Cummings, Eat Your Heart Out. This is some wacky poetry, great music, a song called At The Time, lyrics by Thomas J. Gygax, Sr. Deferred with yearly and all known dearly throughout and among we use preferred by the also of having choicefully. times a day as the average we use of thee among of our foods along by our knowledge of the well kept adage by the more of all helping with the all of good Towards being among our masters And the also by our intelligence While the passing of time Besides our matters by the also Collectively to be With the tens
the great Bobby Blake singing at the time. Another of Gygax's songs that I would like to share a, a stanza from is called Time's About, which Dick Kent recorded beautifully. And Gygax, he was really into the word also, I think. There's another line, Every day and with all good to also be with enough to do, much can also keep beside searching further, further through the deep. So you really have to search further through the deep to understand what Gygax might have been talking about. And I love to picture the songwriter who was given those lyrics and said, all right, make a country song out of these. We need it by 12 o'clock. And of the but also, but in the having of the also too. I mean, just, all right, okay, sure, I'll do it. And kudos to Bobby Blake and Dick Kent and all the guys who sang these things with a straight face and just did it very faithfully. It's awesome. So to get back to my story of being in Las Vegas and working at the Slammer, our general schedule was we'd get up, maybe go for a little swim, go into the recording studio. And we had a little bit of help, but Jeremiah, our clarinetist, is also a top-notch recording engineer. So he engineered most of the sessions himself. And we would just play for a couple of hours. We were exclusively an improvising quartet. And Penn Gillette himself is a bass player. So Tom was borrowing some of his bases. There was an aluminum base that he has, a pink carbon fiber base, and a couple of uh, standard wooden upright bases. And so Tom was sort of mixing it up with those, and we would play music for a couple hours, and sometimes Penn or his wife Emily or any of their friends would come in and hang out. Teller came by, and yes, he does talk. Uh, nice guy. So We'd play for a couple hours, and we wound up with all this material, which Jeremiah did some rough mixes of when we got home, but we never wound up making a record out of it or using it for much of anything. And when it was the early stage of me doing this song poem record, I I wanted there to be some connection to my experience with, with Penn and learning about the song poems. And I asked if he wanted to write anything or if his kids had any poems that I could use for songs. And what I ended up doing was actually using some of this material that we recorded in Las Vegas as the skeleton for one of the songs that I would write. So I had this set of lyrics that came on Craigslist about a guy who's sort of going insane and in this dream world, he's walking through his memories again, he says. And so I wrote a little song, a simple kind of verse structure. There's no chorus, there's no bridge or anything. It's a very simple tune. And after the first three verses, there's a quick cut to this droning, improvised section, which is is me on the bass trombone, Jeremiah playing clarinet, Tom on the double bass, and Amy on the violin. And it's a very dreamy but frightening sort of abstract collection of sounds that that rolls on and on and builds up to a little crescendo after a few minutes. So this is an excerpt from a longer improvisation, and so I decided to take little samples from the verses of the song and excerpt them out on top of the improvised 
material, which is different instruments, a different context completely. And I, I like the the alien relationship between the sounds in this this long middle section of the tune, which is I'm trying to evoke the sense of memory and how memory in dreams is this mysterious process where things can get reevaluated and recontextualized by other memories and things become confused and you're not certain if the way in a musical example here you hear an E chord at the beginning of the song and it you hear the same exact E chord later in the song and it just is not the same and you have to reevaluate oh is was it always like this or have I become someone different who has a different experience of things now can memory and experience be objective at all or is it always just tied up in your own head and evolving as you grow as a person so the guy who wrote this song is clearly looking back at his relationship and thinking was it always like that what is the source of my pain what is the meaning of my memories that i have that's what i'm going for in this song as the text painting emotional content and musically i just enjoy that this song has a very strong melodic pop type of statement and a very abstract improvised statement and those are the two ends of the spectrum of of this record and here they're right rubbing elbows with each other so i'm very happy with the way this came out the song is called the verge i'll talk to you a little bit when it's finished Sleepless night, the darkness is all around Walking through my memories again I'm so hopeless, please don't bring me to the ground Please smile at me It will ease up my pain Hate those days I've been facing lately I still miss you holding me tight you just let my hand slip off of yours Amidst all the fights I lost who's wrong and who's right There I am alone with constant pressure You won't answer my calls for aid Guess for all this time you left me my only leisure To humbly bounce on that razor's blade
where I am alone with constant The Verge from Escape from Society with Amy Weiss on violin, Jeremiah Zimmerman on clarinet, Tom Blankhart on the bass, three great friends of mine who I'm very happy to include on this record. That material recorded in Las Vegas and the song material recorded in Brooklyn like the rest of the record and mixed by Neil Shaw. And I love the mix of this song in particular. I think the snare sounds great. It's a kind of a radical, weird snare sound. 
which doesn't sound very much like a snare drum at all because of the way it's processed. And it's a result of some crossed wires. We had a template going for doing these mixes. And when we imported this song, the snare drum material got placed on the bass drum track, which had plugins built up for how to make the bass drum sound good from some other song. And it happened to make the snare drum sound like this. So sometimes that's what you want to do. You want to be creative by playing violin music on the trombone and having it come out all wrong. Or you want to use a bow that was made for a bass and use it on your cymbals and get interesting sounds is the kind of combination which now in the mixing stage you can still be creative and use the plugins that you want to use for a bass drum but put them on the snare drum instead and come up with some weird sounds. So that's sort of the process we used to use in the band Information Night. We would take improvised gestures and mix them up with recognizable pop songs of Elvis or Cyndi Lauper or Bill Withers or something. So you're hearing a little bit of that as we open the show. We're going out with a little bit of information night from back in the college days. Thanks to everybody who contributed to the music you hear in this episode and all future episodes. I'll be back very soon with some more. So enjoy a little bit of this on the way out. Information Night recorded in uh, 2004.